Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I took for granted that when I cleaned a room, it would stay clean until I dirtied it. True. Now I clean a room. There's five people who could dirty it. 15 minutes later. And who 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 done it? <laughs> Did Hattie dump it? <laughs> Did George dump it? Did Tommy dump it? Did yeah. Fred? And Liz. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. And Tyler. <laughs> and Fred. Tyler made some time out of his super, super busy schedule to join me on the carpool. Tyler, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Are you excited? I am. I mean, your episode that you were on was our highest listened to episode. I don't even remember what we talked Tyler, about. literally same. <laughs> I was like, I meant to go back and listen to it because I don't want to be like repetitive and like what we talked about, what we didn't. Okay, what are you doing on your phone? I'm looking up that one thing. That, okay, put it some down. Some info. I'm, just I'm, I'm relax for a second. Relax. Right, I'll tell you right, when it's your time right. to bring something to it. Just get okay. comfy. This is going to be no big deal. I have some stuff before we get to that. Sounds good. Um, Because we have a jam-packed episode, which is what you... People have come to expect over here at the Carpool Podcast. True. And not to put the pressure on you, but let's see if you can top your numbers. Let's see if this episode can be better. So true, bestie. <laughs> okay, so we have a millennial word. We've got industry news. We've got... I ha- T- Tyler has a driveway dump he wants to bring. First off, sometimes when you guys are going through the millennial word... Yeah. I am, like, screaming at my speakers. Why? Sometimes, well, like, I just think they come... I just come up with a like you know how you oh my god maybe this isn't meant to be words <laughs> words are hard for me today folks <laughs> you know how you you say the word and then and then you do guess on how you yeah, use it like I, some, I always guess it right really yeah huh You're maybe s- i'm just that hip that's gotta be it okay so do you want do you have anything else you want to say to the people do you want me to get into the millennial word or what do you I say we just dive uh, right in. That's number three. We knew this was going to be hard. Yeah. Let me pick them up to entertain the people while I pick them up. Should I tell them about what vehicle I ran into this morning? Sure. Well, I was getting gas at the gas station. A guy was in a Chevy Colorado putting diesel in his truck. And <laughs> I literally thought to myself, oh my gosh, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> like, Why he- would they make a diesel Colorado? I don't know. The Chevy Colorado is like Chevy's small truck. Yeah. Seems unnecessary to make it a diesel. I'm going to be honest. But anyways, he's putting diesel in it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's an idiot. He grabbed the wrong, you know, the wrong handle. And then I looked again and it's a diesel. Did you talk to him about it? Yeah. He said it gets like 32 miles to the gallon. Well, you'll have that. That is super It's like a hybrid. It's like hybrid status. Basically. Interesting. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool if you... You know, want a small truck, but still pull something that's not too awful big. Mm-hmm. That'd be a great, great option. I mean, why would you buy the resale value is going to be better on that truck? Andy said that they're like, you darn near have to order one to get one. Yeah, I, I believe that. So they're going to be like, they're going to stay high. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, let's move on to our millennial word of the day where we learn a Gen Z slang so we can be less lame. Wow. You listen to the podcast, <laughs> don't you? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Tyler, our millennial word comes from Sydney, one of my sisters, um, because I was actually talking to her today, and she used the term, it's 
it doesn't sound like that uh, buzzwordy, but this is what the millennial, the, the Gen Zs are saying. Okay. The term chronically online. Like it would be an insult to be like, oh, she's chronically online. Because she's like plugged into something else and she's not plugged into this like whatever you're I mean, talking about? I mean kind of it's even like more of an insult like you would use it to describe a troll so like people who like uh, say like mean comments oh, or yeah. anything like that like you're like oh they're just chronically online like they're chronically online people like they would never say any of these things in person to anybody yeah so like they're a, living in a in a separate world yeah yeah she's like like the example that she gave me was this one i guess tiktoker who's kind of like made this terminology a thing was was made a tiktok because she had spelt something wrong and she went to go post like oh sorry i'm illiterate and then her being like then the tiktok was like but wait i can't say i'm illiterate because then all the chronically online people will come for me being like there's people who are actually illiterate you can't make a joke and like it just goes on and on and on it's just yeah you know what i mean you can't say anything it's the people who can't see something and say huh i disagree with that and scroll on true that art that the the art is lost yeah i was like i think it might come back though well i think i think it might too i think the gen z's are i don't think the gen z's are the trolls on social media i think the millennials are if i'm being honest yeah i don't think the gen z's are me no i i 100 percent agree with that i also don't think the gen z's care like i can't picture any of sydney or grayson's friends or any of the young people saying anything mean it's all these like older bitter millennials sorry like it's our generation well and i this is too funny. I always take offense when somebody says that I'm a millennial. And I am. I just I just don't want to be one. I know. And it shouldn't be I want to be a baby boomer. But I feel like we're like I feel like calling us a which I mean I don't like know how the other generations felt, but I feel like millennials an insult. Where it's like no, it wasn't an insult to say you were part of this generation. Like any other generation yeah. it wasn't an insult. It was just like that's what you are. Yeah. But like it's an insult to, to like, be called oh, millennials. Yeah. And like how funny that it's an insult. Like the people who raised us use it as an insult. It's oh, like know. you did, <laughs> you created these monsters. Yeah. It isn't is, that, isn't it that is, interesting? Yeah, it is interesting. And like, so is this a every generation thing to where there's like a five year window that you just get rolled through the mud and then after that people move on to the yeah, next generation? Then the next generation, generation comes and like they're even worse. They're even worse. Yeah. But then people are not saying that about Gen no, Z. No, people are like kind of optimistic about the Gen Z. But after the millennials, I mean, how can you not be optimistic? <laughs> there you go again. You know, it's just too easy to, it's too easy to drag us through. But again, I don't know if it's us, our fault. Yeah. It is they, also like, what, what I think will be different about the Gen Zs is I think like the measure of success for the generate the two generations ahead of us was like. You know, True. graduate college, get married, buy a house. It's the pinnacle of what it is. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, well, first of all, college doesn't equal a good job. Yeah. Even if you have a good job, doesn't equal you can afford a house. So I think like we're kind of redefining what success is. And yeah. then the Gen Z's will like come out, you know, like cure cancer and, you know, solve world <laughs> hunger and like they'll just be rock stars. Yeah. True. It is interesting, though. Super interesting. So anyway. OK, so Tyler, now let's move on to our next segment, which is our driveway dump. And Tyler's had some notes in his phone to bring up on the podcast for quite some time now. So, um, well, I'm honestly going to butcher it, but like, I just think it's a point that definitely needs to be made. Here's the thing. It's a joke that I made forever ago that he's like, you have to talk about that on the podcast. I mean, it's a good point. Well, let's let let the carpoolers decide. So do you want to pull up up what you wrote down? Yeah. So we kind of got on a 
royalty kick. Yeah, because we like where Tyler loves the crown. I'm okay with the crown. Like, I'll watch it if he's watching it. But then we binge the Harry and Meghan documentary. Yeah. And, and we still, I still have mixed feelings about all of that. Yeah. We watched a two hour show in an hour and 15 minutes. That's how fast we blew through it. Yeah. Tyler's a big fan of the 15 second skips. Like, he oh, can yeah. watch and a I'm show. Good at yeah, it too. he is good at it. Like, we never miss anything. Like, the way we can blow through like a Yellowstone episode. It's kind of like, you know how. You know how an actual football game is only 12 minutes of playtime? Yeah. That's exactly how a our show is. It's like there's only 15 minutes that you actually need to see. And it's kind of a hack for a parent because it's like, oh, how can you guys like watch TV shows with kids? It's like, oh, we only watch like the highlights. True. We get the Cliff Notes version. Okay, Tyler, take us to your driveway dump. Tell us what's on there. I'm trying to find it. Okay. Because I am not the best technology person out there. Long story short. <laughs> what's his name he's our king now or not our king but (laughs) prince charles prince charles in the show was talking to a bunch of i'm gonna be honest you're butchering this already i know that's why i told you okay let me say it okay so we were watching the crown again this is what this is something that tyler wants me to talk about (laughs) i think it's so funny (laughs) if you've seen the crown there's the, the most recent season there's this episode of prince charles and if you know anything about prince charles it's he's he's um had some controversy because, you know, like he like cheated on his wife and like went and married this girl. Where, where, wherever you stand with that. Push. Tyler's, Tyler's drinking and podcasting. I'm breastfeeding and podcasting. If that tells you, we're on two if different that tells you anything. Okay, stay focused, Tyler. People am, are not going to follow focused. this. Okay, so anyway, in one of the episodes, Prince Charles is talking to this like group of very diverse people. Um, and they were like a lot of like minorities, either like racial or religion and like it's just like these young minorities, women. Um, and he goes, I also know what it's like to face adversity. And like, I looked at Tyler and I'm like, I'm sorry, is <laughs> this is this so like, like soup? I mean, I don't like to throw out the world like privileged white male often, but like if it, there's any privileged white male, <laughs> it's Prince Charles. And he's and like, then it pans to like this like beautiful Muslim woman. And you're just like, are you trying to relate to her? You cheated on you. You faced adversity because it was a consequence of your action. Yeah. Like, that's different. I just think it's so funny because like what writer I and they're what they're they, what they're trying to do is they're trying to give him a fair shake and like show his side. In my opinion, it's just like that was a terrible way to do it. So anyway, Tyler just really wanted me to make that point on the podcast. And I'm happy I did. I'm happy I got that off my chest. Yeah. Did you have anything else on your dump or was that literally the only thing consuming your I mind? mean. That's been consuming my mind for a good while now. Nothing else? I just think it's comical. Like, okay, I know. But, like, let's move on. Like, what do you let's think see. about, like, like what would be on your driveway dump? I told you to repair three things. Did you not get the memo? Um, No. Okay. So let's move on to the great eight where we debate. Oh, wait, before we do that. Wow, this is a chaotic episode. I, Bef- thought, I thought you were bringing all the I have info. all the things. I have oh, all okay. the things. Oh, okay. So I did ask the carpoolers like if they wanted to ask you any questions. I think we had covered most of the questions. Um, but I thought it'd be fun if we heard you tell us Fred's birth story. How it went down? No details too small. Go ahead. Oh <laughs> tell us Fred's birth story from your POV. I think I think Fred's is the most like out of a textbook. Okay, so just just, just say I think it'd be fun to hear like the dad's version of a birth story. I well, also imagine it'll be pretty brief. Yeah, we went we went to the hospital and we had a baby. I mean, we got checked in. I went to go get food. 
I brought it up, ate it, went back down to go get food. Like one thing about me, I cannot sit very long. So like I started out with something semi-healthy that tasted like cardboard. And then I immediately moved to like Skittles. And like, yeah, Tyler was eating a lot of sugar in the oh hospital. Oh my gosh. It was okay. terrible. And then what happened? So I was, do you want to like go to the actual, I think the funniest part is when I was actually filming. Okay. So I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, George's didn't go this fast. Hattie's did not go this fast. I'm filming. I'm like, okay, yeah, you're doing great. And like, you've, you've listened to the audio, right? Yeah. So like between pushes, there's only like six pushes total between pushes. What were you talking about? Meatloaf <laughs> from Costco <laughs> with with one of the nurses. It was too weird. Yeah, it was just I wasn't in a lot of pains. So we were just like having casual Yeah, and it was like a conversation you don't stop. You don't say, hey, by the way, Kelly, you're having a baby. It was kind like, of awkward. She's good with Even it. the doctor was like, yeah, I'm having meatloaf for dinner. I was like, oh, you ever tried the Costco meatloaf? It's pretty <laughs> yeah, good. It, it was, was weird. It was weird. Our nurses were awesome, by the way. Yeah, they were. And then we got a baby. Okay, this episode's going to give people whiplash. Yeah. So let's move We're on. We're all over the place. We're? We're? <laughs> We're all over the place. We is a strong word. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're going to move on to the great eight, and we're going to be a little more organized, but the great eight is where we pick a category, decide eight things in that qu- category, and then debate them to determine a winner. And today, we're going to be doing the great eight of things we took for granted before we came parents. Do you have like a bracket, or am I no, writing No, I do that. Down? So oh, give okay. me all of that. Yeah, that's, oh, okay. my, that's my stuff. I'm not... I'm not uh, responsible enough. Okay, so let's start by going through our eight. We did predetermine them because, thank goodness, we can't seem to come up with anything on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number one, Tyler, this was yours. Bathroom permissions. Can you elaborate? Well, like, with kids, (laughs) you, you know, you need to use the restroom. You need to take a shower. It's like, hey... You do a team huddle with your spouse. <laughs> You're like, hey, I'm going to go in the bathroom. Is that okay? Yeah, you look at me and you go, can I use the restroom? Yeah. It's not a long one. <laughs> That's what you tell me. It's not an emergency, but I would like to go if if possible. And I'll be like, can I shower? I'm not washing my hair. It's just <laughs> yeah. a body shower. It's a huddle. <laughs> so yeah. that I took for granted that I didn't realize I'd have to ask permission to use the bathroom. Um, next, I'm going to say sleeping in. Just like... yes. When's the last time? I mean, I can't say the last time I've set an alarm. Like, you set an alarm because you get up before the kids some mornings, but like, yeah. I cannot tell you the last time I set an alarm. Well, and the other thing is, like, to build on that, sleeping in, it also determines what you do the night before. Yeah. Because, like, you don't, like, there's. It's like, oh, I'd love to stay up and talk to you longer, but. No, like, talk about the consequences of your actions. Yeah. That's why we got to watch Yellowstone in 15 minutes. Exactly. Um, I'm going to say, like, just, I didn't take for granted, I took for granted. That when I cleaned a room, it would stay clean until I dirtied it. True. Now I clean a room. There's five people who could dirty it. Fifteen minutes later. And who 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 done it? Did Hattie dump it? Did George dump it? Did Tommy dump it? Did yeah. Fred? Did you like it's just it's this it's the amount of toys and just like kid things that I'll pick up. Yeah. And I don't dirty the house anymore. I actually think I don't even know if I'm a clean person anymore. I don't know if I'm clean. Like, I can't remember. What kind of ruined us is we bought this house before we 
we're married, didn't move in until after we were married. So it literally sat here and nobody touched it. Yeah. Like nobody was coming in and out. Nobody was dirty in it. Then we moved in. You were working car car hours all the time. I was just like, well, I'm not going home. Yeah, if, we like weren't here. If you're not going to be here. So we didn't dirty it then either. No. Hmm. Okay, next. I'm going to do square feet. Elaborate. So regardless like- of how big your house is, whether it's 600 foot apart square foot apartment or a 6,000 square foot house. Like when you have kids, it shrinks. Yeah. And you just have no concept of how much it shrinks until you have kids. I agree. Okay. Next, I'm going to say I took for granted um, errands. Like I'll never forget like when I brought George home from the hospital. It was like three weeks into his birth or his life. And you were like, hey, can you take these things, these things to the dry cleaners? And I was like, no. I was like, that, do you know how hard that is? You want me to put a baby in a car, drive it to the dry cleaners, take the baby out of the car with the clothes and go in. Like you just, you can't. Yeah. Errands are impossible. That like, Not impossible. So much harder. Oh, yeah. And just a five minute task without kids. <laughs> I'm going to pick flying by the seat of my pants. Can you explain? So when you, when you don't have kids you can be organized and not and still like fly by the seat of your pants meaning just go with it so things still like fall together because you're only in charge of one yeah one adult yeah and no nobody's you know below you you don't have to take care of anybody i'm gonna say um like oh my gosh it's a friday night like what do you want to (laughs) do nothing (laughs) what do you want to do that's like today (laughs) What, you text me or call me? Oh, no, you text me. No, you called me. Yeah. You said, hey, will you take me to dinner tonight? I'm like, yeah, that's great. And you're like, oh, but you have to bring the kids. <laughs> we have to bring and all I'm the like, kids. I'm like, oh, well, then no. No, I'm not. I'm not I don't want to take you to dinner tonight. <laughs> I know. It is just like I remember on you had scheduled. I get like notifications on our calendar and you scheduled Georgia haircut. You and Georgia haircut on February 14th in the evening. It was Valentine's Day yeah. evening. And you were like, you came home and you were like, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, Valentine's Day, like I shouldn't schedule a haircut then. And he's like, well, we have three kids. Like, what else are we going to yeah. do? Of course, I <laughs> yeah. might as well get a haircut. Yeah. Do you want to come with us? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then last one, Tyler. TV privileges. Tell and us. this is just now hitting us. Yeah, this is just now hitting us. George is what? Three, Almost four. 3.75. Yeah. When you're watching a movie or a TV show that your kids should not be watching, but they're like off to the side, glued to their iPad, and then your your kid like looks up to see. Yeah, that is a just crushes me because it's like, oh, this era is over. I know that did just happen. We were trying to watch 1923, and there was just like a violent scene, and we were like, okay, we just like went a little bit, so like we gave George and Heidi their iPads. Yeah, and. We were. We needed watch. fifteen minutes. We needed to, to yeah, I just told you. <laughs> we literally needed fifteen. And minutes. we were like watching it, and then I look over, and George is looking at the screen. I'm like, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was interesting. So that's a new thing we're experiencing. Okay, that brings our grade eight of things we took adva- things we took for granted before kids to having asked permission to use the bathroom, sleeping in, rooms not staying clean, weekend plans, flying by the seat of your pants, TV privileges, being able to run errands easily, and having square feet in your house. So now we're going to debate these. And I guess we're going to pick like which one we wish we could have back the most. Is that how you want it to be like the or which one is the most valuable? Okay. 
or most valuable yeah 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 okay so let's start with tv privileges versus weekend plans slash date nights i would definitely pick weekend plans i would agree over that obviously because like let's go out yeah i just like can't believe like there was a time where be like it's a friday are we just gonna stay in well remember when when we were dating kelly i love going to the movies i I still do kelly doesn't but we used to just what's playing that's what we would go we would just go watch a movie yeah i know literally almost every weekend i know crazy okay so weekend plans moves on okay next let's do bathroom permissions versus sleeping in that's not even close oh i'd read mine's bathroom permissions really because i'm taking it as like get ready shower i'm i'm like getting up early we may have to call somebody on this one no we're just going to decide because we can't we can't add any more energy to this (laughs) um I'm not saying sleeping through the night. I'm saying sleeping in. Like we're sleeping through the night. Pretend like Fred like is sleeping through the night now. Not so. Just pretend it's your that current one face, reality. So sleeping in versus bathroom privileges. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you? Th- are you more on sleeping in? No, I would. I would go with bathroom privileges. Like we've just we've never been the type and of you people. Gotta, you got to think like when we're going to a wedding. Like there is no. Hey, I'll get ready real quick. And you like yeah. it used to be your bathroom, my bathroom. I'm just saying if I could have one more back, if I could be able to shower, go to the restroom, do my hair and makeup whenever I wanted, I would take that over sleeping in an extra hour because I'm just working up early. Okay. True. That's going to be controversial. But you can do this yourself with your spouse. It'd be a fun. It would be a fun little um, look how far we've come. Okay. <laughs> look, look at what we've lost. <laughs> right. Okay. Let's do flying by the seat of your pants versus square feet i'm gonna be honest i still don't really know what you mean by flying by the seat of your pants well just going with it like right now like give me an example like it's a saturday what do you want to do who knows no no no. so like tomorrow i'm taking the kids to my parents house Mm -hmm. there is no like oh yeah let's just i'll just go with it and then i'll run through town and grab a few things it's like no i need car seats in the truck right now tonight and then i need this packed and i need this packed and like yeah, it's not just as simple oh, as like, then, get oh, up by, and go. Yeah, by the way, 1030, they're going to be hungry. They're going to need to eat. And then. So do you, I said that or square feet, right? What is more imp- impactful? Because I think square feet kind of disappears pretty darn quick. Well, and also if you could fly by the seat of your pants, we wouldn't be as home as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Okay, so we'll say flying by the seat of your pants. Okay cross square feet out well that's that's reassuring because we live in a small house and i'd like to get out of it but i guess i'd also rather um go be able to go do whatever i wanted okay note or a room staying clean until you dirty it so room staying clean versus being able to like easily run errands i would i mean okay flying by the seat of your pants and errands are kind of the same thing so let's i kind of think you want to merge yeah so let's take off errands and we'll say staying clean okay okay so our final four is bathroom permissions the house staying clean weekend plans flying by the seat of your pants <laughs> okay let's start with bathroom permissions versus flying by the seat of your pants you're gonna pick bathroom are you are you, i can see it on your face <laughs> well if i'm being honest and it could call it the hormones i'm like oh but like what would I be doing if I wasn't doing it with the kids? Like, what am I doing on... True. 
Like, don't you want to take the kids to no, the farm I, tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, wouldn't you like to do it after you had a nice shower? Yes. <laughs> See what I'm saying about the bathroom it. permission? If you get bathroom permissions, <laughs> I mean, then your whole day is good. It's like coffee. Yeah, I would you say like need, you only need a couple like, minutes, yes, but it'll set flying you up by the seat of your pants, like being able to run errands, like that was like a shock to me, and I was like, wow, it's so much harder with kids. But now that especially George and Hattie are at like a more fun age, like if I had to go to the I could be like the only person they are who thinks this, fun to take to but the like store. for George and Hattie, like why would I want to go to the store by myself? Like I want to bring George or Hattie. Like they're yeah. so fun to bring. Like I don't want to go grocery shopping alone. Now Fred. No Fred for sure. Wanna <laughs> because he's just he's a little. He's you know. not that cool yet. No. Okay. A ha- the the house staying clean weekend plans. This is where I'm also like. I'm gonna go with. What are you going to go with? Weekend plans? No. I was going to pick house staying clean. <laughs> I'm so, so weird about this, though. Like, kind of like, so dishes was on there, but it just kind of went with, you know, too many other things. But like, before kids, I could use one plate, one fork, one knife for a week. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say use house staying clean over. What do you think? Well, I here I am being all like emotional, being like, oh, but one day the toys aren't going to be there and I'm going to miss them on the floor, which like. True. But will I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is tough because also, OK, let's say like, hey, Ke- hey, Kelly and Tyler, like you could have every Friday night free. Like, wouldn't we miss the kids some nights? Yeah, I don't think I don't think we would like like that. OK, personally. OK, so we're going to say the house staying clean. OK, now let's. And, and hey. These, th- this is hard. And here's the thing. If your house stays clean, then you can have people over. So true, bestie. Okay, bathroom permissions versus the house staying clean. The way I want it to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. I'm good with that. Okay. I think we also have Is very- the bathroom clean, though? No, not guaranteed. But hey, you can be in there for long enough to clean it. Oh, 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 oh. there we go. I also think we have different experiences because you do go to the bathroom for you ask, but then you go in there for a very long time it's, and it, the kids don't bang on the door or try to come in or scream at the base of it. So we are living kind of in different realities there. Oh. OK, bathroom permissions. Let us know um, over at the carpool Instagram um, if you disagree with us. We welcome some adversity. Just don't be like, like chronically online. Yeah, you have to use the millennial word oh, in the episode. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it builds, it builds on it. There you go. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to work on my gut health, immunity, and overall health and energy. And Athletic Greens helps to do just that. With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced ingredients, and probiotics. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Truly all of the things. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting pretty good. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com carpool. 
Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash carpool to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you know how much your subscription costs? Most Americans think they spend around 80 bucks a month on subscriptions when the actual cost is closer to 200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. The average person has around 12 paid subscriptions. Rocket Money is formerly known as Truebill, and it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want. I recently did this, and I found one of those like, what was it? It was um one streaming service that we had bought to bought one show on. Of course, we like did the free trial and then we forgot to cancel after the free trial. We were being charged $4.99 a month and Rocket Money made it so easy to find and cancel that subscription. So stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expense in the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bull and Branch. Okay, it's cold outside and we just had a baby. So I cannot tell you the importance of having a nice, comfy bed to just like snuggle up in all winter. We love Bull and Branch sheets. We've been using them for about a year and they're helping us stay cozy all winter long with their buttery soft sheets. They are made with 100% organic threads and they get softer with every wash. So like the more you wash them, the better they get, which is what you want out of your sheets so they last even longer. The signature hem sheets from Bullet Branch are a bestseller for a reason. They are loved by millions of sleepers. They are so luxurious and they're even loved by three U.S. presidents. Plus, they have over 10,000 raving reviews. Tyler, do you not love our Bullet Branch sheets? They are comfy. They are so comfy. Whenever I like change our sheets Tyler always gets into bed and he'll look at me always notice and he's like you changed the sheets didn't you (laughs) it's the it's the best way to give yourself like that VIP like luxury experience by just having nice sheets and changing them they look nice too definitely so make the most out of your bedtime with the bull and branch sheets get 15% off your first order when you use promo code carpool at bullandbranch.com exclusions apply see site for details that's bullandbranch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com promo code carpool okay Tyler we got some uh we got some questions that I just wanted to cover a few things people like want to know about you and just like us in our marriage. I was kind of wondering. I was like, man, we are blowing through this. I hope. Okay. We still got industry we news. Have, we still have ditch the drive through. I know. I know. Maybe we talk a little slower. I'm picking up what you're putting down. It is hard to be a podcaster with how quickly I talk. Oh. But can you? You am- need to be more like that sloth on Zootopia. Uh, what a bop. Zootopia. Okay, Tyler, how do we... Someone asked, just wondering how you guys or if you have any tips for dividing household chores. I don't know. I've, I feel like we do a pretty good job at that. So how do we do, do that? We, I don't ever remember really talking about it. <laughs> Did we talk about it? Do you think that... And I'm not going to be mad <clears throat> at your answer, probably. Mm-hmm. Do you think you do 50% of the housework? Or what percentage of the housework do you think you do? Um, Like take kids out of it? No, including all of it. Ooh. So like changing diapers and stuff? You do more. I know, but what... No, I know, but what percentage of the housework... 60-40. I would agree. And it's not like I'm sitting around. It's just... Yeah. No, you're not sitting around. I just do more. Yeah. Um, but you're also like, one thing that I envy about you is 
I can't relax until things are done. Yeah. Like last night, Tyler was like, I just need to decompress. So he just sat on the couch surrounded in a messy living room with a sink full of dishes. And I was like, you're a freaking animal. Yeah. But one thing, so little things like Kelly does the cooking and I typically scrub the kitchen. No, Tyler's a very helpful almost, husband. Almost every night. And I know a lot of husbands aren't as helpful. So you, you, I think you're very helpful. I don't know though. I am terrible at remembering a trash bag. Yeah, you can never do it that. It is terrible. I take the old trash out, walk outside where the new trash bags are to bring back inside, never remember to grab one. Yeah, we could start keeping some extra trash bags inside, but you refuse that. What's been the hardest part about, best slash hardest part, best and hardest part of having three kids? I was just talking to my cousin today about this. Were you? What'd you say? I told him if you dropped off another kid, I don't know if we'd notice. I was not age, expecting two to age three. Is everything. I was not expecting two to three to be as challenging as it was. Really? I think the older ones are so easy. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't think I realized how easy George and Hattie were. Oh, yeah. Not how easy they were, because they're not necessarily easy, but they're the same. Yeah. So, like, they're the same schedule. Mm-hmm. And then Fred, so it's like, oh, great, like, the kids went to bed. Okay, now Fred's up. Yeah. It's like... It just it, it's just a whole other schedule people say like once you have three you can have however many and i i can i can see that well and i think one rocked both of us i agree i think hattie because hattie is hattie rocked us but not till she was older like she was it was an easy transition from one to two because well, she was an easy baby but george was still not easy like they were so close that that wasn't trust me that was that was that was our easiest transition one to two don't you really? think or you think two to three has been easier oh no oh i think Two to three has been way easier Okay. than one to two. Maybe. You think? I think two to three has been harder. Two to three. All right. So what's been the best part? The best part of having three? Just watching our older kids react to Fred. I know. So like, obviously Fred doesn't really know how to smile, doesn't know how to frown, but like he smiled and George thought for sure that he made Fred smile. I know. That it was, was so, so, so cute. It was so, so, so cute. I'm obsessed. <clears throat> yeah. Just their interaction with each other is what's super your, cool. What's your favorite thing about each kid and each other? That's our last question. Each kid? Yeah. George, my favorite is that he's just with his animals. You know. He is just. It's so funny. Crazy, crazy interested in everything and one day he's all about ducks and he's gonna have a duck birthday party and we're gonna have all these ducks and then i go get him a couple ducks and then he's like hey look at this water buffalo and it's like son of a gun he wants the most like for christmas all he wanted was a puffer fish and he talked about a puffer do you guys know how hard it is to find a puffer fish toy oh or a God. water a buffalo decent, toy a decent puffer fish toy no and he and wants th- a realistic looking one he doesn't want yeah. like a cute one he no, wants, no. The he wants a taxidermed thing. puffer fish yeah pretty much and then we're going through the basement toys and it's like hey George, Hattie, what toys are we going to give to little boys and girls that don't have toys? Which toys should we get rid of? And he brings us the puffer fish. <laughs> I was so it's mad. Like, what? It was like a month after Christmas. Yeah, it was. Oh, he's like, was no, funny. let's give this one to someone else that needs it. Um, so What about Hattie? Hattie, I love her sass. I love it. It is so cute. Yeah, she's cute. And just... She is 
like anything jewelry the way she grabbed that watch of your sister's at your parents house she's just such a girly girl she is a girly girl anything that and we like would never like push her one way. I thought no. she would be a tomboy because like George's, yeah. she's just not. And like if her shoes get dirty, she like comes in and she wants to get new shoes to go I back know. outside. <laughs> it's cute. And then Fred. Fred. I mean, you can just like say about his appearance because no offense, he doesn't really have a personality yet. I mean, he's cute. He's a cute kid and he, I think he looks a lot like George. Yeah, I do too. I think it'd be super cool if our boys... Are very very similar. Yeah. In features. What's your favorite thing about me? And then I'll tell you my favorite thing about you. Probably that you just keep me in check. That's your favorite thing about me. Well, yeah, you. That I'm sass. No. Not that you're sass. That you're like. I don't know. We compliment each other. I think I keep you ground. I think I ground you. Yeah. Yeah. Touch grass. <laughs> my favorite thing you about you is that you are fun. Well, thanks, babe. Like you're just like you're my, you're my best friend. You're mine. Okay. We're getting sappy. Let's move on to industry news, shall we? Tyler, I got some yes. good stories, actually. I'm pretty excited to get your take on some of these things. Tyler good. Tyler kind of like loves the auto business. and He loves to come home and tell me things he heard about the automotive industry and not realize he heard it on my podcast. Yeah. How many times did that happen, Tyler? Like two or three. Yeah. So like every time. Okay. Our first story comes from... CBS News, and this is just like a quick little interesting fact, and it says an entry-level Tesla now costs less than the average new car. What? what? An entry-level Tesla now costs less than the average new car after the automaker started slashing prices on its vehicles earlier this year. The Tesla Model 3 now starts at 43000 not including the $7,500 tax credit Americans can get for buying an electric vehicle. That brings the after-rebate price of the Model 3 down to thirty-five five. The average cost of a new car in January. Do you want to guess? Average cost of a new vehicle. 55000 49000 oh. A 6% increase from the year earlier. So basically, a brand new Tesla Model 3 is cheaper than the average new car. Wow. What do you think that's going to do for... Do you think Tesla is making the right move and bringing out these more affordable electric vehicles? I mean, or are they diluting their the, the luxury... of? The luxury of their brand. And I, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to answer from like, a, of course, we all want more affordable cars. Like, mm-hmm. and but also we could have also Hyundai and Kia and <clears throat> Ford are also putting out now or Nissan are putting out yeah. more affordable electric cars. So from a Tesla point of view, was this smart to sell more or have they diluted their brand? Well, I think I think it's smart just because they haven't changed their cars. Right. Right. I mean, they're exactly the same. So like slash slash the prices down do this for you know year year and a half two years and then come out with some new cars i mean i feel like if i was a luxury car buyer and i cared about status which some people do like and then it's not right wrong or indifferent like some people want everyone to know they have a luxury car yeah i would not buy a tesla no because i they're just so common now like you drive through even our neighborhood and it's like everyone has a tesla yeah and isn't part of luxury like if you're into luxury things, having something that not everyone has, not everybody 100%. can obtain, you know, so, but so I think we just need to like, and maybe Tesla doesn't want to be a luxury brand to me. Like I don't, well, I, I don't consider them a, a luxury car brand. Their anymore. stock is taking a beating. Yeah. You can't keep up with that. 
Yeah. Super interesting. Okay, our next story comes from Car and Driver, and it says Florida may ban dogs sticking their heads out of car windows. What? What? It's what? Bad news for Tommy. He loves. Doing I know. That. So there's this new bill. Um, which has a lot of like concerns for animal welfare, but one of them, and a lot of them are good, like restricting mm-hmm. animal testing on cosmetics, prohibiting the decline of cats, and creating a public registry of animal abuse offenders. So a lot of those are like yeah. solid. But then it goes on to say there's like this whole dog transport section of this bill. Um, and there's some things that we, that like I agree with, like you can't have your dog on your lap while you're driving, mm-hmm. probably for the best. Um, but then part of it is that the dog can't stick its head out the window. All right. What do you think? I don't know if I have a dog in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> Just because it is, it could be distracting. Yeah. And I mean, like, it's tricky for me to answer this question because, like, the safest thing is for the dog to be restrained. Like, so it's also like, yeah. I know that's fun for your dog, but it's also not the safest place for your dog is. Or for you. Or for you is like in the, I mean, on the highway, like you're going to drive with your dog's head out the window, or even on yeah. like going 40 miles an hour. I mean, that's not the safest for your dog. Also, so like if, I don't know how that, I mean, it may like, if, if that's in effect, then it may cut down on like pets being locked in their vehicle. On a hot day, too. Why do you say that? Just because people won't transport, you know, you won't bring your, I don't know, you won't bring your dog with you. I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm bad at this stuff. Anyway, just wanted to bring that to everyone's attention. You can make your own decision on it. All right. Next time we're in Florida. Watch out. Tom, you're not coming. Okay, next we have a story from Automotive News, and we have some new top winners from the IIHS, which is the Institute Insurance Institute of Highway Safety, and they've toughened up on some safety awards, and I know you're thinking, don't zone out. Like, this is an interesting article, okay? Yeah. Okay, so the IIHS is truly just, oh, they're, you know what they're doing? The huh. most. They're just always putting these vehicles to the test and they have to two, real tests <clears throat> to real tests and they have two awards that they could bring out which are the top safety pick and the top safety pick plus and they change like what vehicles have to do to earn those awards so like any number of vehicles could get those awards they're not like they're not saying like this one's the safest they're like if they hit this criteria they can qualify for this award and, and they how ch- often one award a year they do one a year, yeah. Okay. Um. So 28 models have received the Top Safety Pick Plus award this year, which is like the high, the Top Safety yeah. Pick Plus is the highest award they receive. And that's a lot lower than last year because they have added some new criteria to what it means for a vehicle to qualify for that. Which, that's very interesting, too, because like if you kept all the... As they're changing... The criteria, they're changing it because our technology is so much better, you know? That, so, yes. And it's easy for car companies to get lazy. A hundred percent. And they're also, they want, like, the whole point of what IHS is trying to do is they, like, look at what the car manufacturers have done, and they're like, great, let's build on that. Like, let's continue to make the vehicle safer. Yeah. So, I just want to share what the updates are um, for this year, Okay. So the big one is it's a better side crash protection. So now, like if they test how a vehicle, when they crash this vehicle, when it gets hit from the side, they've increased how fast it's going. And um, 
how the second row passengers react to it as well. So that's really good. But unfortunately, that knocked out a lot of vehicles from qualifying for the top safety pick plus. But for us, people who transport passengers like that's top of mind. Like, yeah, we want to know how the second row reacts. Yeah. Like, yeah, we want to know what's the safest for second row passengers. I would I mean, honestly, as a parent, like I care more about how the second row performs than than the driver's seat. I want my kids safe before I would even want myself safe. And, you know, not (sighs) testing all the passengers is crazy. Because then you can't, you know, you'll get these, you always talk about these eight row, or I'm sorry. Eight uh, passenger. Eight passenger mm-hmm. vehicles. And it's like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, it's really, really not good and safe to put a kid here. Right. So it says that this year's IIHS side crash test involved 82% more energy than the original. So it's like, it's it, it, it's it's quite a big jump. Okay. The next thing that they're like adding is advanced or superior performance in the nighttime or daytime vehicle to pedestrian front crash prevention test, which was added as a criteria for the plus award. Really? So basically, um, which I thought this was super interesting. Apparently vehicle to pedestrian fatalities hit a 20 year high in the first half of 2022, which is like crazy. So one of the things that IHS wants to see is the vehicles being able to, to, See, pede- see, yeah. see pedestrians and stop the vehicle if necessary and they're tracking it for both daytime and nighttime that's nice and there's some crazy viral videos going out <clears throat> of like t- like tesla had like some pretty bad ones go viral of it's like it, i mean it's a clear it's a dummy but like it's a clear dummy it's on the self-autonomous driving mode and the tesla just rams right over it yeah like can't even detect it yeah so i thought it was interesting that they were doing the um including pedestrians in it because that's better for I mean, that makes it safer for everyone on the road, too. Yeah, definitely. So interesting. Um, And then finally, the last one that they added for 2023 is a headlight requirement. The headlight requirements are now stricter with both awards requiring standard, acceptable or good highlights across all trim levels and packages. So basically, they have a what's what's interesting about this is the headlight requirement. It's not it's not. For it to get the awards, it has to be the standard headlights. Okay. So it's not saying like, oh yeah, you have these amazing LED headlights with with, you know, with automatic high beams and cornering, but it's only on your elite trim level. They're like, no, yeah. it needs to be on all trim levels, which I think is good because yeah. headlights make a vehicle safer. Like no matter which way you slice it, like yeah. you can see better if they if they're automatic and they don't blind the oncoming well, car. And especially if you're, you know, going off of safety and trying to get a, uh, you know, back to the pedestrian thing. If you expect the yeah. car to see it, you need to expect the so I think driver that, to see it too. It, and I think like headlights haven't always been considered a safety feature. And I've always said like, I don't think it's fair when manufacturers gatekeep a safety feature behind a price wall. Because like if you have the technology yeah. out there, like let's let's just let's put it out what there. What was it? Vol- and for the price of these cars, it's like, yeah, let's have good headlights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and it, it is like safety features should not even be quite should not even quite be questionable yeah it should be like hey the technology's there put it on your vehicle a hundred percent like it should borderline what was what company was it was it volkswagen that invented the uh seatbelt yeah volvo volvo three point mm-hmm. seatbelt and they just gave it out yeah they didn't patent it no yeah which is super awesome i know or they did patent it, but they said everyone could use it. I don't know, yeah. like the logistics. But anyway, that was I thought that was interesting from IAHS. So the top like three brand winners, which you can look up this information's free, so you can just Google it if you want to see 
who's on there. But the top award winners, so the vehicles that had the, the manufacturers had the most cars, were Toyota, Honda, and Mazda. Right. Which the T is last year, it was a lot of Hyundai and Kia. Yeah. So they've got some work to do on those three things, basically. Right. Okay, let's move on to our final story, Tyler. And this is, I talked about this on my Instagram story last week, but how auto brands rank among female car buyers. Ooh. Okay. So this article takes the percentage of female buyer representation. Okay. So it's not how many cars were sold, but yeah. what percentage of the cars sold were female. The industry average is 41%. Okay. Which I found low, I guess. I would have assumed it would have been closer to 50. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but one brand had 55% female representation. Do you want to guess the brand? Or do you want me to give you multiple choice? I'm going to guess once, see if I can get it right. Okay. Kia. No. Dang it. Multiple choice. Okay. Lexus. Buick. Ford. Ford. No. Dang it. Lexus. No. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Is it Buick? It's Buick. Gosh, 55%. That was, was interesting. That's huge. I know. And then. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think Buick is heavy on. Buick's heavy on SUVs. Yeah. And they don't have any trucks. And it's oh, a small. Yeah. So I think it's just. Yeah, I got I got you. I, I was kind of. I mean, I was shocked. Numbers though. might be a little skewed because of what they're selling. I don't think they're skewed. I think that's well, the not, data. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, number two was Mitsubishi with 51%. Shocked me. Mini with 51%. Lexus at 50, Infinity at 50, Mazda at 49, Kia at 49, industry average 41. Wow. Yep. Okay. What brand had the lowest female buyer representation at 17%? You can get this if you really, really think about it. I have no idea. Hummer? No, they're not a brand right now. They went under. They went under. They got bought up. Think truck. Who? No, 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 no. Truck. What brand only has trucks? Rivian? No. What brand only? Oh, Ram? Yeah. Ram, 17%. See, I feel like that's cute. Why? Because they only have trucks. Well, I mean, I I, I don't kind, think, I don't think, I, I don't think anyone's mad. Like not that. trying to punch holes in your story here, Oh, Cal. my. But back to the Buick thing. So if they don't sell any trucks, then they're not marketing to a, say, 20% of the truck drivers out there. I don't think anyone's... I'm not, I'm not mad at these numbers. I'm just bringing you the data. Oh. I'm not like, Rams being sexist. That's not, I, don't, I don't think that's true. I just... <laughs> I I just that. That's not what I'm saying. I just think it's interesting. But fine, let's, let, let's play your game. Number two with only 29% of female representation. What brand? And now you're going to punch a hole in my story. And then number three number is 31%. I have no idea. I'm terrible at so this So 29% game. is GMC. Okay. Which, I mean, Acadia. Yeah. Yukon. I mean, you could argue they should have more cars. Yeah. Like, that's low. 29%. But they have a lot of trucks. But they so, sell a lot of yeah. trucks. Ford was 31%. Yeah. This one was, the, this one was the, the interesting one for me. Tesla, 33%. 
Hmm. Only 33% of their... Of their I thought that would be way higher. I was surprised. I thought that would be way more like around the industry average. Yeah. Okay, so more about... Th- this is like just jam-packed with data. Don't you love this kind of stuff? Love it. Okay. Do you think that male or female buyers demonstrate more brand loyalty? I'd say males. You'd be wrong. Female buyers have been shown to consistently demonstrate more brand loyalty than male buyers, averaging four percentage points more likely to stick with the same brand. Huh. These figures are notable considering Dodge, Ram, and GMC have been struggling with new buyer loyalty. Yeah. Basically, like you buy a Ram truck, you're probably not coming back because they don't have any. Thanks for the females. But also, the Ram 1500 is a great car. Like, it's a great truck. Go yeah, buy it. it. Is. I mean, you, you could easily have one as your mom car, a three across machine. Mm hmm. Okay, so that was percentage-wise. Let's now let's do like highest volume of registrations among women. So, which okay. brand do you think had the highest <clears throat> registration of new vehicles among women at six hundred and six thousand? I have no idea. In just twenty twenty two. Give me multiple choice. Chevrolet, Toyota, or Honda. Toyota. You're right. Yes. For and forty three percent of those were women. Honda was at 48. I just want to mention these because these were above industry average and they almost made the list. Mm-hmm. Honda was 48% women. Hyundai was 48% women. Okay. So anyway, and this is interesting. One more, one, one more fact. In 2022, women accounted for only 28% of new EV registrations. Really? So Tesla had a stronger female buyer representation among EV focused vehicles at 33%. So say that again. Say that one more so time. So out of all EVs sold in okay. 2022, 28% were women. So then you look at so Tesla what, being is, at... That, I, f- I see that. I think that's so interesting. Well, I think I can tell you why. Why? There's no EVs that are good family cars. Uh, yeah. So like if the... I mean, for the most part, I mean, I know that not every female is a yeah. mother, but a large majority of us are, or at yeah. least... And if you're thinking about like... if So it, like you could... You're always going to have a primary family vehicle. Yeah. Like even us, like our primary family vehicle is is my car yeah so there's just not so then the second driver which is me you could have an electric car yeah so i don't think that you want to talk about numbers being skewed yeah it says this person says which i think they're wrong evs aren't being purchased by women and it's and it's leading to more questions than answers i think i just answered their question (laughs) women shoppers have concerns about range anxiety and safety well, I think we have concerns about range anxiety because it's we're the primary family car. Like if you're, you know, like what was the Dodge commercial or the Ram commercial? Oh, um, premature electrification. <laughs> <laughs> that's not getting them more female buyers. That's for sure. That, that is definitely not. So anyway, Ty, that was industry news. Like how awesome, interesting, and amazing was that? Very. Okay, next let's end with our ditch the drive-through we give them an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get them out of their dinner rut love it what have you prepared i want to tell everyone about the other night liz and kelly were recording a podcast and kelly frisbeed me a box of mac and cheese i have never put mac and cheese together I, i've never cooked no it. tyler and i knew it was going to be i knew I was, it was going to be a fun challenge for you because i'm like hey i gotta record here's a i took fred Here's a box of mac and cheese. This is what I hung stretched me up. you as a parent, didn't this I? Is, yeah. <laughs> this is what hung me up. On the directions, I was actually looking for more directions on the box. There was none there. <laughs> There's only like five steps on the side. 
it hung me up because it didn't tell me when to add the flavor pack or the cheese stuff. It just didn't tell me. Or it didn't tell me very clearly. When to add it? Yeah. How did you how did you get through it? Well, so like on ramens, it literally tells you pick your left hand up and (laughs) So like you boil the noodles and, and then you drain it. Were you trying to add it to the Oh, I almost did. No, I I swear to you, I almost did. (laughs) I almost did. I was like, oh my gosh. You're like, do you add it to the water and let it just soak in? I stirred it and it looked pretty good. Did you do that? No, I didn't add it before I strained it, but I almost did because it's like, when do I add this? Oh my gosh, Tyler. I know. How did it turn out though? It was so good. Do you like? Don't you feel so accomplished? I even put a little bit of salt on it. Add a little bit of butter. Oh, you're adding seasoning. I mean, they suggested it. Wow. Did you feel empowered? Yeah. You know what? I might change a light bulb next. Maybe we'll there just flip the, flip the switch. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I have a confession to make. What? <laughs> you said light bulb. So you know how you always turn the lamps on around our house? Yes. Sometimes I get tired of and turning you them off and I just unscrew them a little bit. So it doesn't turn on. Okay, I didn't know you wanted to pick a fight tonight. I don't your your obsession with overhead lighting is unhinged. I like a little bit of mood lighting. It's so dark. It's like No, it's just so bright when they're just like when it's 7 p.m. and you have the overhead lamp on. It's like literally medieval times in our house. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Because there's that. just candles and lamps lighting the whole place. Sorry, I'm trying to like bring some ambiance, maybe some romance to Sorry. the to the toy filled living room and you just wanna like turn the overhead light on so you can see the milk stain on the couch and just like Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, here's a real let's throw the recipe, if unless you want to make Tyler's is just mac and cheese. And you um, just just to be sure for all of our listeners, you do want to strain the water and before you add, add the cheese powder there you go okay this comes from hillary tell her we should try this this week hi girlies happy thursday i want to share a ditch the drive through recipe that my family and i love it's super quick and easy hillary say less salsa verde pork cut up one whole yellow onion into strips place pork tenderloin in the crock pot cover pork and onions with one jar of salsa verde do you know what salsa verde is no idea like a like a green salsa oh, okay so it's like a little bit, it's not like a tomato we salsa. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's delicious. Place and cover on crock pot and cook on low for six to eight hours. When pork is cooked through, shred with two forks, serve over rice with tortillas or top on a salad. Seriously, in any way, it's delicious. Feel free to add your favorite toppings like guac, sour cream, cheese, avocado, cilantro. Kind of dishes. Hope you and some of the carpool try this out and love it as much as we do. I just love a chicken alternative because everyone's doing like... <clears throat> We've all done this with like chicken salsa, but yeah. I think pork one, I love pork and it's such an affordable meat Yeah. that like right now when grocery prices are this elevated, like don't be, don't sleep on pork. We eat a lot of pork here in Missouri. Like we love pork steaks. We eat a lot of pork chops. Well, we eat I, a lot of pulled pork. I like having the taco tray st- type uh, supper yeah. or, you know, dinner because like the kids love, they love tacos and like you can make it exactly you know mm-hmm. you can put the stuff on it and then you can spice yours up a little it's bit good more leftovers and, too yeah it is so that was a pretty good one we'll have to try and that's the carpool podcast we love to see it do you have anything else you want to add not really 
Did I do okay? I don't. I honestly don't know. We'll have to see what the people say. Yeah, I know. We may have to. I uh, think we got better. And I think if we didn't like have toddlers to pick up from daycare and a baby about to scream, I would tell us to redo part of it. But we don't have the time. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. And make sure you head over to our Instagram at the Carpool and leave this podcast a five star review and let Tyler know how he did. But don't be chronically online because if I know anything about my husband, he's sensitive. So keep your messages nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Say bye, Tyler. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.